praise the Lord. Um, praise the Lord uh, on this Wednesday. My wife adjusted the camera. I didn't move. Uh, the camera moved. Praise God. Um, Wednesday night, Bible study. Um, I don't know about you and where you are, but we are in New Jersey and it is snowing. Yeah. And it's been snowing most of the afternoon. Um, coming down quite a quite a bit um, at some point. And even now you can hear um, it hitting the windows and, and the wind blowing and all. Um, um, pray that you're safe um, from the storm and from everything else that might be coming against you. Um, and that you are blessed of the Lord this evening as, as we prepare to go to Bible study. Um, uh, we had made a joke at one point. Um, wasn't there like a red table or something like that? Oh, what yes. was the table? The red table where, mm -hmm. like, what, what was the phrase again? Entanglement. Entanglement. You, you know we have a red table right now, right? <laughs> Yeah. I know when I asked you that before, you said, no, the table's not red, but this table's red right here now, so, but it's red for Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Praise God. So Christmas is coming um, a little more than a week away, and we praise God for it, uh, and praise God for you and for Bible study. Um, tonight, for our Bible study, I'd like to go to Luke chapter 2, and read some verses there praise God um, that we get an opportunity to to go to the word amen um, I don't even know where we would like to start let's see why don't we start at verse 25 in Luke chapter 2 and we'll read down um, until we stop <laughs> Amen. Uh, but Luke chapter 2, verse number 25. It says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Amen. And we'll stop there. Praise God. So we stopped at verse 35. 
Um, let's pray tonight and then we'll just uh, get into the word. Father, we bless your name and we yes, thank Father. you, oh God. Uh, we thank you, God, for the opportunity to come to your word one more time and to be led by the Holy Spirit uh, into the truth that makes us free. And Father, we're praying now that you will have your way, oh God. Yes, Father, Father, we yield to thank you right now and we pray, oh God, that you will have your way with us, in us, and through us, and that you will speak now from heaven and bless us with a listening ear and a receptive heart. Father, we thank you and we praise you, O oh God, for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, I, I just want to look at something here also um, in the uh, message version of the scriptures that we just read. And I, and I just want to read verse 25 there. Uh, it says, in Jerusalem at that time, there was a man, Simeon by name, a good man, a man who lived in the prayerful expectancy of help mm. for Israel. And that's what I want, you know, it's just on my heart that, that that really spoke to me right there, the message version of that. And that is the prayerful expectancy of help. Mm. The prayerful expectancy of help. That is a powerful, powerful phrase. Prayerful expectancy of help. There's so many of us right now who are in need of help. Yes. And there are so many who are not receiving help, who then become disillusioned at the possibility and prospects of being helped, mm -hmm. and, and in particular, being helped by God. Yes. There are people who have given up hope of help because they haven't been helped in a long time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And God wants to speak to you tonight about reviving a prayerful expectation of help. So we're talking about Simeon. Glory to God in heaven. We're talking about Simeon here. Uh, and let's 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 just look at this. Glory to God. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna let the word of God speak. I mean, obviously, I, I believe that's always the intention, or it should be, mm -hmm. of of the teacher and the preacher. Because nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> um, nobody wants to hear me. Um, they they want to hear God. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see you. They don't want to see me. They they want to see the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, and so we, we let this, this scripture speak. So so we go to the scripture, and so we're talking about Simeon. Um, the scripture's talking about Simeon. Uh, and it says that in verse 25, that there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And interesting here is just to stop at his name uh, and pause for a moment, because Simeon means God hears. Yes. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. God hears. And 
you know, in biblical times, names meant something. Yes. Amen. They were indicative of something. It, 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 it wasn't, you know, people weren't named just, you know, given names to be cute. You know, people weren't given names to be different, you know, uh, different spellings of names. You know, we, we see names these days. First of all, we just see stuff that's just made up. You know, yeah. I mean, names mm -hmm. are just, just made up. And, and then you have other names that are, are fairly common names, but they have to be spelled in different ways, yeah. you know, just to mm -hmm. be distinct. And I get it, people want to be individual, but how many of you know every person is individual, unique, and special? Um, the name spelling and stuff doesn't necessarily do it. But we we gotten away from names that have meaning today, right? Yes, it, 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 names now are given for different reasons, but back then, People's names had meaning, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. God changed Abraham's name, right? Um, God changed Jacob's name, right? Mm -hmm. Called Abram Abraham, called Jacob Israel. Amen. Mm -hmm. Simeon, uh, his name means God hears. And what a name to have, right? <laughs> yeah. that, that, you know, God hears. God hears him. God hears him when he prays. And God hears him when he calls upon him. And God hears him when he asks for help of God. Simeon, God hears. That's a great name. Oh, yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in some ways, as, as children of God through Jesus Christ today, we're all named Simeon. Because the the Bible says God hears the prayers of the righteous, right. and through Christ we are the righteousness of God. And so, in some ways, right. we all are Simeon, Amen. Yeah. And 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 that's something that you know we talk about it so much. And you know, I've it's it's a it's it's a little bit of a thing with me. You know, this idea that there are some and only some who can get a prayer through. I mean, it's such a churchy thing that has no basis in New Testament gospel, mm -hmm. amen? Because we all can go before the throne of grace yeah. and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We all can call upon the name of the Lord. We all can go to the Father in Jesus' name, and he promised that we would receive if we go in the authority consistent yes. with the character of his name, asking mm -hmm. for things consistent with that. So we all can do that. And so this idea of prayer through only some can do it is not true. Right. Um, and But it, what is true is that we all are simians in ways because God hears us. Isn't yeah. it a wonderful mm -hmm. thing to know that God hears us? Sometimes we forget that, though, yeah. because we, we you know often think that if God doesn't do, God didn't hear, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes God doesn't do now, but he does later. And so what, you know what I mean? If we, if we conclude too fast, right. God didn't hear me simply because he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Then, mm -hmm. you know, we can get weaker in our faith and stop believing in God. And I think that has, 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 has happened to many who don't have that expectancy of help. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And God, again, wants to revive that expectancy of help that we have or that we should have because there's a reason why we should have it. But Simeon, whose name means God hears, he was a man in Jerusalem, the scripture says in verse 25. Mm -hmm. It says, and the same man was just and devout. 
just meaning he was a good man. Devout means that he was a he was he was committed. Mm -hmm. He was deeply committed to to God, right? He was a devout man. And this is important for us to understand, right? He was a good man, but he was a deeply committed man. Yes. Yes. Deeply committed. Not halfway committed, not somewhat committed, not half-heartedly committed. Yeah. And see, and, and this is this is this is the groundwork's being laid here. And it's not to, to be, you know, to put to condemn anybody. There's therefore now no condemnation, right? It's not to condemn anybody. But we have to be we have to be honest. Yeah. We have to be honest about ourselves, with ourselves. We have to be right if we're gonna get anywhere with God. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Because God is a God of truth. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not a he's not a God of opinion. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, we all have opinions of ourselves, but it might not be truth. Right. Amen. And and if we think God's going to deal with us according to our opinion, well, no, because He's not the God of opinion. He's a God of truth. Yeah. And so we have to be truthful with ourselves about ourselves, and sometimes we have to commit. Ask ourselves: Am I deeply committed? Yes. Not somewhat, not half-heartedly, not, you know, sometime I'm deeply and sometime eh, I just don't have, right? See, because that kind of inconsistency has a price right. to pay. Mm -hmm. He was deeply committed, right? So he's a just man, he's deeply committed, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel or the comfort of Israel. And as it says in the message version, he had a prayerful expect expectancy of help for Israel, Right? And then it says, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And watch this. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Mm -hmm. So at some point in his life, this good man, this just man, this devout, deeply committed man was told by the Holy Ghost, you are not going to die mm -hmm. until you see the Messiah. Wow. God told him that mm -hmm. at some point. We don't know when. But as we read, we can get the sense that it had been some years ago because when he now comes into the temple and he sees the baby Jesus mm -hmm. and he now, glory to God, realized and he recognized this was the Messiah. Because you got to understand, he didn't come and see some sign over Jesus that said, Messiah here. You know, you know how you see like you are here. Was like, mm -hmm. They didn't have this Messiah here pointing down to the baby. Right. How did he know that was mm -hmm. Messiah? Again, revelation of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, but this comes at a price. This comes at a price of, of being devout, of being deeply committed mm -hmm. to God. And the Holy Spirit revealing unto him, you're not going to die until you see the Messiah. Yeah. And so, and when he saw the Messiah, he, he said, he said, he said, Lord, now let me depart in peace. Mm -hmm. That now let me depart, you get the sense of he'd been waiting a long time. Yes. Because mm -hmm. you told me a long time ago, I wasn't going to die until I saw the Messiah. Now I've seen him. Now let me die in peace, right? Yes. Because if he was still a young man, I don't think he would have been talking about dying at this right. point. You know what I mean? I believe he had lived a long time in this committed 
uh, what do you say, posture, let's say, mm -hmm. and got revelation from God, got the revelation from the Holy Ghost that 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 he won't die until he sees the Lord Messiah, and and now when he saw the Messiah, he said, "Now let me uh, 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 die mm -hmm. in peace." But again. He's described in the message version as having a prayerful expect, expectancy of hope for Israel. And that doesn't come cheaply is really the point of the whole matter. In other words, to get to the place where you can have a prayerful expectation of help. And, and when you talk about expectancy, um, expectancy is like thinking or hoping that something good is going to yes. happen, mm -hmm. right? You, it, when you talk about expectancy, it's not talking about negative things, right? It, expectancy viewed in its right way is the expectancy of something good, yeah. right? And so having a prayerful expectancy of something good about to happen, a hope, a, a thinking, something good is about to happen. How many people right now can say that is what is what would characterize them do you have prayerful expectancy mm -hmm. of something good going to happen to you or do you think about things and do you think about your future in a way that something good is going to happen yeah see but but and, and and many of us don't and that's not a criticism again many of us don't and god wants us to have it but he also wants us to know it just doesn't happen right Right. That that if we want to have a prayerful expectancy of help, then there's a price to pay mm -hmm. in terms of our commitment to God and to the things of God. There's a price that has to be paid. We have to be devout. Yes. We have to be deeply committed to to the word and to God and to the things of God, not just in our. What do you want to call them? our devotional activities, but in our day-to-day -day living, yes. mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and if we do that, then I believe, as we see what happened with Simeon, he got revelation. Yes. He was told something. He was, he was a, a, a powerful promise was spoken unto him. You're not going to die mm -hmm. until you. Now, I want to pause and say something here, and that's this. God is a, he is a talking God. God talks, man. Mm -hmm. God speaks, you know, and, and God wants to speak to us. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that's amazing to me, baby, is this, that God wants to speak to us more than we want to listen to him. <laughs> yep. God wants to speak to us more than we want to listen to him. But we don't stop. <laughs> Right. enough mm -hmm. and get quiet nearly enough to hear all the things God wants to tell us. Yep. I believe something by faith. And that is this. Even in Old Testament times, we can read about people who God used in a mighty way. But my spirit tells me there were so many people God tried to use who oh. didn't stop to listen to him. Wow. Just like today. I believe there are scores of people that God is speaking to and trying to get their attention and, and, and wanting to do great things in them, through them, and for them 
but they're not taking the time to stop. And I put myself there, yours, right? We all got to realize we can all do better in slowing down and taking the time to allow this great God of our salvation mm -hmm. to speak unto us words of life and give us revelation and give us inspiration and give us guidance, right? But man, we're so busy. We're so, we got so many things to do, right? Yeah. Oh my God, right? We got so many things to do. And there's so many people that I think God wants to use in such great ways in this time. Yeah. And they're not going to be used because they're not taking the time to be, listen. right, to listen and to be, right, deeply committed to God and to the things of God. Yeah. We are, but here's the thing, though. But we want revelation. <laughs> yeah. See, we want revelation. We want to know what God is doing. We want to know what God is up to. We want to know what his plans are. And see, God is not opposed to sharing his plans. We were talking about it a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He said to Abraham, should I keep from Abraham that which I'm about to do? God, he wants to share. Right. But he ain't going to just share with any old body. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. right? He didn't just share with any old body. He shared with Simeon. Now, it's interesting. He didn't share with just any old body, but he did share with just any old body in this sense. There's nothing in this scripture text that tells us that Simeon was ordained that he was a priest that he was anything right. other than a just and devout man that should be inspiration for all of us right. you don't have to be in some special category right. right you don't have to have a title you don't have to have a certificate or degree or or or, or a whole alphabet of letters behind your name you don't have to have all of those things right in order for god to share with you some things that he's not sharing with everybody else mm -hmm. and you think about jesus and you think about one of the things that characterizes jesus's coming into the earth was that his own received him not no. isn't that what the mm -hmm. gospel of john said he came unto his own but his own received him not so many people didn't receive Jesus, didn't recognize Jesus for who he was. But here is Simeon coming into the temple led by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And now being given revelation by the Holy Ghost that this baby, who could just be any old baby, because yeah. I'm sure there, a lot of babies came into the temple for purification ceremony as what was going on here, came into the temple for those purposes. Why was this baby? The Lord's salvation. Holy Spirit revealed to him. So it shows you. God told him, I'm not going to let you die until you see the Holy Spirit. Uh, mm -hmm. Until you see the Messiah. The Holy Spirit led him into the temple on this day. And then the Holy Spirit revealed unto him that this baby, out of all the babies you've ever seen come through here, this is the one. And he recognized Jesus when one of the characteristics of the time was many of the Jewish people didn't recognize Jesus at all. Mm -hmm. So you see what happens is that when you're devout, when you're deeply committed to God, you see things other people yes. don't see. Amen. When you're deeply committed to God, you recognize Jesus when he, glory to God, when he comes across your path. Yeah. I'm telling you now, there are times in our lives when Jesus comes across our path and we don't even recognize it because we're not, we're not walking in that level of of devotion and commitment that allows us to see Jesus Amen. when he appears. Amen. 
And see, that's what happened to the nation as a mm -hmm. whole. They weren't walking with God, right? Because they God hadn't spoken in 400 years. And so people were lax in their commitment to God. Mm -hmm. And so now Jesus comes, they don't recognize him. Right. How many of us haven't recognized Jesus when he entered into our life? He entered into wow. a situation and we didn't recognize that was the hand of God. That was yeah. Jesus moving. But Simeon recognized. Mm -hmm. He recognized the babe as the Messiah because that connection to heaven that he had through his devotion, not his title, through right. his devotion, not his training, through his devotion. And anybody can be devoted. Yes. You don't have to have a title to be devoted. Not you don't have to have a degree to be devoted, right? That's the wonderful thing. We all can be devoted unto God, be devout, and put ourselves in the position to get revelation yes. that other people aren't receiving. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And part of that revelation that Simeon received filled him with a prayerful expectation of help. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit said, oh, he's coming. Mm -hmm. Messiah is coming. And you're going to see him before you leave up out of here. Oh, yeah. God. Amen. And listen, I don't, you know, so how many things, if, if, if we're devout, how many things does God want to share with us yeah. of things that are coming in our life? And things that you will see before you leave this side of glory. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. But we got to get to that place of commitment, you know. I will say that over the over these pandemic months, the Lord has told me so many times. I think I shared it before. Come before Him, you know, multiple times a day. And I, you know, there's so many times I can't believe that. I will let a day or days go by where I'm not coming as he says. And it's not that I don't understand it. Because it's not complicated. Right. <laughs> it's not It's that for some reason, and I perplex myself. I'm like, why can't I do that? Right. You know what I mean? Anybody like that? Where you just kind of perplex yourself? Like, what the Lord's asking me is not hard. But yet somehow I can't find my way to do it. And for some of us, it could be God told you, I want you to read in the morning and at night. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Just can't you do don't do it. Yeah. And it's perplexing because it's not a difficult task. <laughs> it's sort of like Jesus when at, he was at the wedding feast. Mm -hmm. He said to them what? Fill the pots with water. Yeah. That's not a difficult task. How many of us are capable enough to fill a pot with water, <laughs> right? That's not a hard task. Um, and, and, and what if we don't fill the pot with water? Then if we don't fill the pots with water, then guess what? There's no miracle of the wine. And I wonder how many miracles we're right. missing out on because we're not doing a simple task. Mm -hmm. And yet we think that somehow we got to do something great in order to see the miracle. But no, we got to do the simple thing. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Yes. And if we do it, it's a simple thing. Fill the pots with water. Read in the morning and at night. Right? These are simple. It's nothing hard. Mm -hmm. But we don't do it. And like somehow we think, well, I'm going to fast for 40 days. It's about to be the new year. How many people are going to engage in the Daniel fast for 21 days? Yeah. Okay, you can do that. 
but 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 can you read in the morning and at night? <laughs> you can you can starve yourself for four, for twenty one days, or right deprive yourself yeah. for twenty one days, but you can't read in the morning and at the night. You can't fill a pot with water. It's just we got to get out of this. We got to do this big thing. Right? Can mm-hmm. you just be committed? And that committed and de- and, and devotion to God comes in, as Mary said, whatever He tells you to do, do it. So there was nothing special about Simeon. No title, no degrees, right? right? Just commitment. That's what set him apart. And because he was that, right, he received deeper revelation. He received deeper clarity of vision regarding God's plans in the earth. And it was given to him. And it, mm-hmm. and it shows God will do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, if he did it then, he'll do it today. And he's going to do it today in the same way he did it here for those whose hearts. Is devoted right. mm-hmm. and toward him. So, I mean, he can do it to you and me and, and to all of us if that's the commitment that we have. So let's look what he said. So now he sees the he sees um, Jesus. Um, he took him up in his arms and he blessed God. I'm reading verse 28. And he said, Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace according to thy words, for my eyes have seen your salvation. And he saw Jesus, and he saw in Jesus the personification of the salvation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's truth right there. Jesus is the personification yes, of is. God's salvation. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's why we celebrate him, right? right? Because he's the personification of God's salvation, mm-hmm. right? When you see Jesus, you see the Lord's salvation. Amen. And so he said, he said, let me depart in peace because my eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And what he's saying here is that God's salvation was for the whole world, mm-hmm. not just for the Jewish nation. And even Jews didn't understand that. Right. They thought, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're the chosen people of God, and they were, but they were chosen by God <laughs> so that God could reach the whole world. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. 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 They, he was going to be good to Israel so that the whole world could see that he was mm-hmm. good. It wasn't just a, you know, like Israel alone. Right. God always wanted to save Israel and Gentiles. Yeah. Right. Jews and Gentiles. So he's a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of that people, Israel. And then it says in verse 33, and Joseph and his mother, it's talking about Jesus's mother, Mary, marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed him and said unto Mary, now he speaks to Mary, he said, Behold, this child, talking about Jesus, is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's the, isn't that the truth? Yeah. That Jesus, amen, he, he is set for the fall and rising of many in Brooklyn. In Manhattan, in Jersey, in California, in Russia, in wherever you want to be. Jesus, right? Because listen, who do men say that I am, right? And then who do what? Who do you say say that I am? And see, that answer is going to, it's going to, in so many respects, going to determine your rise or your fall. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. And see, those who have who have declared that Jesus, right, 
that thou art the Christ, yes. amen, thou art the Messiah, the Son of the living God, you are set for a rising glory to God. Not only that on that great day, amen, if, if you come until, if, if you tarry here until Jesus comes back, then mm -hmm. obviously you're going to go up, right? But either way, you're set for a rising. Yes. But not just into glory, you're set for a rising in the earth too. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, but man, if you don't, hmm. Right? Yeah. You're set for a fall. And that's why, you know, we want... And who wants anybody to fall? I don't want anybody to fall. The mm -hmm. Father doesn't want anybody to fall, right? Yeah. He doesn't want anybody to perish. But, you know, it, it comes back to who do you say that I am? You know, yes. when it comes to Jesus, right? And and we all have to make that choice. You know, you, you know, your, your mom, your dad could have chose Jesus, but what say you? Amen. Yes. Your husband could have, could have chosen Jesus, but what say you? Your grandmother chose Jesus, but what say you? Right. You're not getting by on somebody else's confession of faith. Right. And so he says right here, and it hasn't changed, amen, that this child is set for the fall and rising of many. And for a sign which shall be spoken against, meaning a sign, a sign from God that this is his salvation, this is his yes. Messiah, mm -hmm. but it's going to be spoken against, meaning that many are not going to receive him. Yes. Many are not going to accept him. And isn't that the truth, right? As, mm -hmm. as, right? We, we know that to be the truth. A sign which shall be spoken against. And then he spoke to Mary and he said, yea, and a sword shall pierce through your own soul also. Right. In other words, that she was going to be hit with a deep sadness at how her son would be treated. Yeah. Amen. Um, and that the thoughts of many hearts shall be revealed. And that's what Jesus does. Right. That he 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 sets some for a fall and others for a rising. Um, some don't receive him, but the thoughts of the hearts of many are revealed through how they perceive and receive Jesus. Yeah. Amen. The hearts of many are revealed through how you perceive and receive Jesus Christ. Jesus is the great revelator. Amen. He reveals Amen. who we are to us. You know what I mean? We, we, we're revealed, right? This word of God, amen, is like a mirror. It reveals to us who we are as we look deeply into it. Amen. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is the Word, and so uh, he he's a revealer. Um, Amen. But but the thing we want to take from this is is Simeon had a prayerful expectancy of help. He expected to see God's help, mm -hmm. right? And we all can get to that place, right? Especially we were talking earlier how so many of us need help and haven't gotten it in a long time, and we've lost the expectancy of it. Right. If anything, mm -hmm. we expect things to go wrong. How many people expect things to go wrong? They expect things not to work out. They expect people not to treat them right. You know what I'm saying? Like, ex you know what I mean? Right. That that's not that's not mm -hmm. where expectancy is supposed to be because that's right. like negative. But expectancy is of those good things and of help coming from the Lord for your situation. And we're all in situations. Yes. But there's nothing that we're in. 
that Jesus can, amen, he, that salvation that he is, he, he's the salvation of all, right? That salvation is whole life salvation. It's not yeah. just, you know, you going to heaven salvation, right? It's, it's that you might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows, that you have that abundant life, that you'll be more than a conqueror, that, that you can do all things through Christ, that you're the head and not the tail, yes. that you're above yeah. only and not beneath, that, you know, we're generations of kings and priests, that we're gods. I mean, we got all these yeah. things. And, 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 but, but that expectancy is tied in him. But here's the thing. To get the revelation as clearly as Simeon got it. And again, I don't want to overlook this. He walked into the temple and saw a baby. That's probably something that he did dozens and dozens, hundreds of times. But on this time, he knew that baby is the Messiah. No sign. Revelation. Revelation. And how did he get that? Through devotion. Yeah. So, so... So he has the expect expectancy of hope because the Holy Spirit told him, you're not going to die. That's where it came from because it all comes from God. That's where, that's the seed. And then it just, it, he continued to have it because he continued to be devoted. Sometimes yes. we get the seed of expectancy, of help and of hope and of strength and of deliverance and of breakthrough. But then we lose our devotion mm. and the seed that was growing dies. Because yeah. we're not keeping it watered. But we got to be committed. And if we can do that, we can be committed. And again, sometimes it's hey, read in the morning and at night. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's Sometimes it's just simple. But you're keeping it watered. You're keeping it watered. And when you do that, you now position yourself to continue to receive revelation from this ever-speaking, communicating, yeah. wanting to share with you God. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Where the Holy Spirit leads you to places at the right time. And then when you get there, it starts revealing things to you while you're there. You know what I mean? Just like here. Yeah. And you can see Jesus and recognize him when he crosses your path. Now, let me ask you this. And this is just rhetorical, so I'm not really asking you, right? Mm-hmm. But, but let me ask you this. If you woke up in the morning and you have full expectancy, I'm seeing Jesus today. <laughs> how would you go about your day? Wow. How would you go about your day? Would you go about your day with a frown on your face? Would you go about your day mad because somebody took your parking spot? Would you go about your day mad because you burnt the toast or that the dog barked? Or that, right? Would you go about your day? Because you say, look, I don't care what's happening. I'm seeing Jesus today. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you be filled with an expectation that would allow you to overcome all the annoyances and frustrations yes. in your life? If yeah. you knew that I'm going to see Jesus today. Glory to God. I believe that's what God wants to fill us with, that prayerful expectancy of help. My help cometh from the Lord, right? Yes. I will lift up my, my eyes to the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Now, I do, I do want to read a little bit past this, if we can, for a second. We're talking about Simeon. So he, he blessed, he blessed uh, uh, the parents, Joseph and Mary, and he spoke unto Mary, the mother, and gave... Prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. And again, he's not a prophet. He's not a priest, right? He doesn't have a position. <laughs> he just has favor with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glory to God. Keep your position. Give me favor. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Keep your title. 
<laughs> I just want favor. <laughs> Amen. I don't need no position. I don't need title. I don't need none of that. <laughs> just give me favor with the Lord. Amen. So now he 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 speaks this word of prophecy into Mary. And then in verse 36 it says, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. And she was of a great age, meaning she was old, right? Mm -hmm. And had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. So she was married for seven years. And she was a widow of about four score and four years. So she was either a widow who was 84 years old, and some say, or she was a widow for 84 years. Either way, she's advanced in age, amen? Mm -hmm. She's old. So what do we know about Anna? She's a prophetess, right? We know her family lineage. She's from the tribe of Asher. We know she's old, a great age. We know that she had a husband for seven years, and then he died. Um, we know that she's a widow. Mm-hmm because she didn't remarry. And it says that she departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. Now let's just stop right there. Is that is that being devout too? Yeah. You see that? Mm -hmm. That's being devout too. Mm -hmm. A widow, an old woman, Simeon, an old man. Glory to God for that, because it lets us know we live in a society that does not give due respect to old people, oh, uh -uh. to older people, to the older generation. You know what I mean? It wasn't always that way. Right. And, and part of it was, you know, you and I, you and I are from the same generation, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we grew up, right? The same age. We grew up in the same generation. And in our generation, what? We were told something. Respect your elders. Respect you ever heard that? All the time. Right? Respect your I don't know if people say that today. I don't think I so. I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. But when it, when we were kids coming up, right? Yeah. We heard that phrase all the time. Mm -hmm. Respect your elders. Yeah. I'm telling you, what you hear is so vital to how you grow. Yeah. You know, what you hear, you know, it is so vital to, to how you grow. And and we grew up with this understanding that you had to respect your elders, mm -hmm. right? We heard that phrase, respect your elders. And it seems today that elders aren't respected. No. In fact, elders are, are, are disrespected. You know what I mean? How many times you watch, and you see it in, in, in our entertainment, when you see movies and stuff, it seems like so many times people are like, get out the way, old man. Get out the way, old woman. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, it's a shorthand if you're old that somehow you're now ready to be discarded. Right. Instead of being valued and treasured for the wisdom that you gained through your years. Amen? Yeah. Um, but here we see a reminder. Man, you could you should listen. God is speaking to the elders, amen. And God yes. will speak to those who are who are who are gonna be devout and committed over a period of time. Because if you're doing that over a period of time, then you know you, you, you know it, you're blessed with years to get to yes. the point of being an elder. And so you're to be treasured and not discarded. Amen. And we have to change this, amen. And I think our society is the worst for it because we don't know how to properly reverence and give respect 
to those who've come before us, those who have traveled the road that we have yet even identified, yes. right? And then we want to tell them what time it is. And they, they done seen the clock. They made the clock that we can't even properly read. You know what I mean? But yet we want to do all this talking. I'm not saying we, I'm talking generically. We need to respect our elders. Yes. Amen. And you see God speaking to those who were elderly, those who were old, those who have been around for a while, those who have been around the block a time or two. Amen. Yes. And they had revelation. But it didn't it came at a price called mm -hmm. devotion. And she was devoted, amen. Yeah. She didn't leave the temple. And she served God with fastings and prayers, what? Night and day. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And I think she didn't miss it, right? <laughs> right? She, oh, I forgot last night. No, night and day. Mm -hmm. And what happened? She comes, and in that instant, she gave thanks likewise. Why thanks likewise? Because Simeon had just given thanks to. And she gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him, of Jesus, to all them that looked for the redemption in, his, in Jerusalem. She got revelation too. Yes. And it just lets us know that, again, but she was devoted though. Mm -hmm. And she was devoted. And then here's the thing. Both of them had their expectancy rewarded. Yes. Right? Both of them had their expectancy rewarded. What's the point? You know, it's, it's Christmas time and all that. And we talk about the birth of Christ and everything. And this obviously is, you know, a, a, a passage of scripture that's dealing with the days, you know, following Jesus's birth. Mm -hmm. And it's letting us know that there was revelation here about who Jesus was, what he had come to do, um, and that Jesus was the fulfillment of the hope and expectancy of these two mm -hmm. right here. Yeah. But how many of you know that Jesus can and should be, and in fact is, but should be for all of us, right? The source of expectancy yes. and hope for mm -hmm. us. And because that's what God intended him to be, right? That that he's that expectancy of help and of hope and of everything else. And we'll get that and we'll have that if we can get to the point where we strengthen our commitment yes. to God. Because the more we do that, we position ourselves to receive deeper revelation from a God who is always speaking, even though we're not always in a position to give him an ear. Yes. Right? And so for those who are, you know, who kind of lost their hope and in that expectancy of God helping and of God intervening in your life, how many people need an intervention? Amen? amen. A divine intervention. I need God to intervene in my life. Amen. amen. God wants to intervene. Amen. God wants to intervene into the affairs of men. Yes. Right? That's why mm -hmm. Jesus came. And so he wants to intervene. And he's here to do it. And many of us aren't seeing it, even though it's right in front of us, because we're not recognizing it, because that level of devotion is not putting us, is not sufficient enough right. to give us the revelation of, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's Jesus. See, Simeon, that's Jesus, right? He may not have said Jesus, but you know what I mean? He knew that was the salvation yeah. of God, right? And that's what we need. And so I, I believe God is just, is just want to fill us with hope tonight that, you know, that, that ex expectancy of help that 
it's there and it's here and it's in Jesus mm -hmm. and it's in God and he wants to fill our hearts with it and it's going to come through him speaking unto us and speak, but we got to be positioned to receive it. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, so let's pray that we can position ourselves and be like a Simeon, just and devout. And then we start to receive this revelation of promises for our own lives, right? right? Mm -hmm. God will tell us what we're going to see, what yeah. he's going to do for us and give us guidance and direction. And we'll be led by the Holy Spirit and reveal. And it just builds and it builds and it builds. And we see the salvation of the Lord, as Simeon said, with my own eyes. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Um, and I think if we, if we do that, then in terms of putting ourselves in that position of devotion, that God will fill our hearts with it, with a prayerful expectancy of help. Amen. Amen. And we all need help today. Amen. I don't care how great things are going for you. You need help. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. And I don't care how bad things are going for you. I mean, I care, but I don't care how bad in this sense. God is more than able to help you. Yes. Amen. Amen. He's more than able. And so we want our hearts to be filled with that expectancy that he will help. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Father. We thank you, God, for what you've spoken unto us on tonight. We thank you, God, for your word. Glory to yes, God. We God. just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. And, Father, we just pray that you'll continue to speak, continue to speak unto us, oh God. And just fill our heart. You said faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let us hear your word over and over and over again, God. Yes, God. That our faith Thank may you. come and Thank be strengthened in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just thank you, God, that we... Um, that we can have a prayerful expectancy of help, help from our God. Yes, As God. we set ourselves before you, O oh God, to receive from you, we can be like... Like Mary, oh God, who refused to be all around the house doing all yes, kinds of things, Lord. but sat at Jesus' feet to hear his word. Father God, let us sit at your feet that we may hear your word. And Father, be filled with faith. And Father, we just thank you and we praise you, oh God, that you continue to encourage us and draw yes, us closer God. to you, you. And letting us know, God, that as bad and as bleak as things may seem to be around us, there is a light of salvation yes. and his name is Jesus and father he belongs to us and we thank you for it in Jesus name father I just pray now that uh, those who might have been discouraged tonight I pray God that they are encouraged and strengthened yes, in their father, spirit I pray you. oh God that those who were a little downtrodden and sad oh God that father that you are touching their hearts and filling them with joy and father may you continue to speak unto us and reveal yourself unto us exactly the way we need it. Father, we yes, bless you tonight. You, we love you tonight. We praise you tonight. We give you glory. And most of all, God, we thank you. In Jesus', In Jesus name. name. Amen. Amen. Amen tonight. Amen. Prayerful expectancy of help. And we all need help. Amen. So praise God. Amen. Um, look forward to seeing you next time. Amen. Hopefully, prayerfully on Sunday. Amen. And um, until then, be good and be safe if you're out there. If it's snowing where you are, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Amen. Amen. We're, we're on lockdown anyway. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Uh -huh. So, but be safe and continue to bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you.